When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hey, we'll get to the show in just a second. Before that, I wanted to say thank you to all of our wonderful listeners and invite you to get connected on even a deeper level by joining our email list. You guys know we are always up to something fun and cool. And so if you want to be the first to know, then just get on there. Go to manifestitnowshow.com and join. You'll also get the three keys to manifesting faster. And here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain. And welcome to the new year. Yay! Happy New Year! Yeah, happy 2018, everybody. Yeah. Oh. How was your New Uh, Year's, Cass? It was fun. It was good. Um, Yeah. Hung out with the kids and the neighbor and my nephew, and it was fun. How was yours? It was so perfect. I rang in the New Year uh, on my own, sitting in a hot tub, drinking champagne, (sighs) and I was just like, this is exactly where I want to be, exactly what I want to be doing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. Oh, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. So well, other than that, what else are you excited about? I'm excited about my new podcast or it's not new, but the new series for 2018, which is called the year of growth on the more money podcast. Yeah. So if you, yeah. So if you don't know, I have another podcast, um, that I do, it's called more money. And this year I've my clients have graciously accepted my invitation to share their journey with all my listeners, um, which is exciting because I thought about it this morning. I'm like, it's like a positive reality podcast. Yes, that's amazing. We totally <laughs> need that. <laughs> yes. So I'm excited. So they're going to share about every two months, six weeks to two months. I'm going to interview them. And of course, they're working with me. So I know it's happening in the middle, but they'll share with my listeners in an interview, you know, what's changed over the last two months, Mm -hmm. if there were any bumps in the road, how we got through them together. And so it's going to paint a really cool picture of what's possible when you give a year to your growth and you step into that. Yeah. And it's going to be good, I bet, too, because sometimes along our journeys, we forget everything that we've manifested. Because it's happening so quickly. (laughs) Yes. And that's what I told a lot of them. I'm like, this is cool for you because you can go back and hear yourself and be like, oh my gosh, I was so excited about, you know, that. And now I manifest things, you know, bigger things. And, and I'm just, you know, remembering what I think it's kind of cool sometimes to remember like what you struggled with and then to realize it's like not even an issue anymore. You know, that biggest thing. Oh my God. It's so amazing. I had Mm -hmm. a client the other day tell me on the phone how she was in an experience, um, with somebody else. And she's like, I looked back after, you know, like I was kind of looking at Mm -hmm. back at what happened and she's like, and I had no reaction. She's like, I was like totally cool. I was like really at peace with it. And she's like, I never would have reacted like that six months ago. Oh, that's amazing. And it's just like, those are the best realizations. Cause it's like, I mean, we get to witness it and we get to share in, in you know, in their joy, but it's like for those people, it's like, 
I did that. Like, wow. Like I shifted. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. It's amazing. It's awesome. What are you excited about? Well, right now I'm really excited about the puppy sitting that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little six-month-old Bernadoodle and she's adorable. And it's so fun seeing the attitude and learning the different faces. And like there's the cute and there's the snuggly and then there's like the defiant. And then there's like the, I'm not, you know, I'm not doing what you say and I'm going to get into something mischievous and I'm going to say she's not allowed to go there. And so she ha- she decides she has to go there and it's just fun. Oh, so fun. I love it. Yeah. I always love the like being around the unconditional, like totally connected, right? Loving energy. Mm -hmm. And it's a good reminder. Like I remember when I was with Deacon all the time, it was a good reminder of how pets live so unconditionally. Like they don't fester over things. It's like from one thing, they're so present. And it's Uh just about like living life. Like we were going for a walk the other day and I'm like, hey, we got to walk. We got this time frame and, you know, we're here to walk. We're here to exercise. And she's like, I'm going to sniff this way and I'm going to sniff that way. And it doesn't matter to her. Like she's not, right. I'm just here. I'm just here being in the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so awesome. Yeah. Um, I love how what you're excited about kind of ties in with our topic today. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Do you want to introduce that for our listeners? That. Yeah. So we're going to talk about growth and which I feel like we talk about a lot, but. Because it's so integral to manifesting. (laughs) It really is. Um, You know, I think I read about this again the other day, like growing into the person is, is how you manifest like continuously and bigger and bigger things. Yeah. You know, we've talked about that on the show before. So I'm going to talk a little bit about, and this came up um, as like a question from a, you know, where I was talking to a client. And she told me I could talk about this, but, um, it was, she was like, you know, I need to get more solid in where I am. I need to get more grounded in like what I'm already doing Mm -hmm. before I can like work with you again and do more. Mm -hmm. And I think this happens so often with people. And so the topic is really, um, I don't like what growth looks like, but like, do you have to, is it solid? Is it, um, you know, is it totally certain and sort of all the things that go along with that. And Ginny had a really good way of describing sort of how we are. And I, it was interesting to me. One of the reasons I want to talk about that is she's a listener. And so she was like, well, I said, um, she was saying, you know, I think I need to be solid. And I said, well, I don't think she said, you and Jenny like are solid, right? You're always solid. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> well, And to me, that like totally depends how you define the word. Right. You're right. Yeah. And she was meaning it in like, we like every single step, we're totally like, we have it down. And we always know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, and I was like, that's, I mean, it's not, we do like, we are solid. I like the way you said it, Jenny, like we're grounded in who we are, um, inside, but the external might be moving and that's what doesn't feel solid. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to stop you for a sec because I think this is a big, I think this is really important to become clear about is that there's a difference in being grounded and solid. Let's use solid. So you, you and Jenny always sound solid and it's weird talking about myself in the third person like that. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's funny that it seems like that, but it's not because we have all of our outsides in place and in order and planned and lined up and know exactly what's going to happen. But we 
are solid on the inside. And that's like really what matters, right? Because it's what's inside that's creating the outside. So if you're attaching, you're like, I'm not doing good enough because I don't have everything lined up and I don't know how it's all going to play out. Like you can just go ahead and forget about that. (laughs) (laughs) Just like worry about what's going on inside and like make, make the inner, I guess, solidity your focus, right? Yeah. I think we need to define that more. Okay. I know what you mean, but, um, so in the, I don't know if this is helpful to our listeners, but my, the visual that came to mind when I was talking to her is there's this, I think it's a new thing at playgrounds. I don't know. I don't think I, we had it when I was a kid, but there's like, um, it's on obstacle courses too, where like you step and like the platform is solid, but the, it's like a movable bar. It's a wobbly, wait, what, a wobbly one? Uh, you might call it. Yeah. I don't know what it's called, okay. but like you, you know, you walk across and so like you step, but it like moves, it's, it's connected at the bottom and the top and the, where you step yes, is like a solid piece means. of plastic yeah. or wood, right? Yeah. But it can move because it's on a chain. It's not like one straight pole. Right. And so as you move across, like you have to move in balance. And for me, that's really the visual I got when we were talking about this is that that base is solid right? And we're moving forward, but things are shifting. That's a cool, yeah, that's a cool representation. I like that visual. Yeah. Um, and it's solid because, and so like us, when we're talking about our internals are solid, it's that base where you put the foot. It's the same as that. Like our insides are solid, but what's around us is constantly moving because we're constantly growing and we're constantly seeing like a new possibility, which might sound crazy because, but there's always like, I'm always saying like, Oh, that's possible. That's possible. Now Uh that, now I see that's possible, you know? So let's for a second, talk more about what this inner being solid inside means, because Mm -hmm. as you and I have talked about, like we are always growing. And so that means our inner game is always changing, right? So what part of that is solid? What part of it remains consistent, do you think? (laughs) Um, I was laughing because I'm like, well. I'm like, why are you laughing at me? (laughs) It's like the trust. No, I was laughing at myself and the whole thing is like, it's the only thing it's solid, I think. um, And I may like add to this as we go along. So it might not be the only thing, but for me is trust. Mm Mm-hmm like is trust in the process and in myself and in that I, that I don't have to see 14 steps ahead. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I think that is what's solid inside other than like the things that are like, I know who I am. Yes. That's solid. Right. Yes. Which plays into that. Um, but might be a little bit different um, because that's always evolving too. But the core of like who I am and who I'm willing to be and who I want to be, all that stuff is still shifting. So I think, the trust may be like the most solid piece for me. What do you think? Awesome. Oh, it's so interesting that this just came up on our call yesterday and I was saying how grounded I feel. And then I was Mm. thinking about, uh, where that comes from. And, and I, it came to me that it's like, it's because once I got clear about who I am, I think it all stems from me knowing who I am and being clear and standing in that truth. Like I say, living your truth and speaking your truth. And that's my solidity is like when I'm connected to that. And I don't think that changes much. Like the core of what I believe in, um, I don't think changes a lot as I grow. 
Mm. What do you think? Um, I'm trying to think of specific examples in my life. So I know like how to answer in some ways I want to say yes, but in something I think, um, my beliefs, like my solid, I mean, if, if we're talking about like two or three, like I believe you can create anything. Yeah, exactly. I know everything works out for me. Like, but even those have changed even as I, cause I, so I think, I tend to agree. And then I'm also like, well, but as I even evolve, so I think about like writing fiction, Mm -hmm. like then I developed some new beliefs about that and what that means. Like it didn't change who I am that I think, you know, I can create anything I want. Mm -hmm. Um, but some, I did have to develop some new beliefs or some new beliefs. I didn't have to, but they came with the territory, right. As I stepped in through. Um, so I think the core, like, I'm always going to be true to myself and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I even find that that sometimes evolves still like what that means and what yes. that looks like. Like it what? evolves at a, at a deeper level, mm-hmm. not necessarily doesn't like change path. It just like grows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's too, when I, as soon as I said those words, like my, my beliefs don't change. I'm like, Oh wait, yes, they do. <laughs> I was like, cause I can think of beliefs I've had in the past when I've grown into that's not my, my perception has opened. And so yeah. my beliefs aren't as like streamlined, but I do still think I, and there's core beliefs like that. I am the creator of my own reality. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I'm always going to believe that. And like, that's what I mean by, by owning that, by taking responsibility for that. That's kind of like the center of what grounds me. Mm-hmm. And coming yeah. back to that knowing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So what else did we want to get into on this topic in terms of like, oh, I remember when you first, when you, so when you first brought it up, getting, having things, having to have things in order, like mm-hmm. doing everything you can do in order to up level, let's say. Yeah. So Another thing one of my clients said, and I think this happened, I hear this all the time. It's like, I'll work with you when yes. I get, I'll work with you when I get clear. I'm like, um, dude, working with me, you do get clear. <laughs> right. That's how we get clear. You get clear working with me. Like, yeah. and it's always, it's interesting to me, but we think a lot of times, well, I have to get to a certain place before I can get help or before I yes. can grow to the next level or before whatever. Right. And this just came to mind, Cass. Always interesting. I hate to cut you off. Yeah. But um, when when you think of fitness and when you think of personal training, it's like, well, I will, you know, I'll hire a personal trainer once I can do 10 push-ups or I'll hire a personal trainer once I, you know, I'm at this level already so that they can make me even better because I don't want to invest if it's not going to be worth it. Like that's kind of oh what my gosh. comes to mind. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Um it's so interesting that statement. Like I, I don't want to invest if it's not going to be worth it. Yeah. Cause I want to see like somehow in our minds, it's like, I want to be up here. I want to be at this level, but, and the trainer's going to take me from, from like middle to top. Uh-huh. Is this in my, is, maybe this is just in my mind, but I used to think like this, like, so I yeah, have I to get to the middle. Mm-hmm. I have to get to the middle on my own. Right. And then people get stuck from being you know, this is totally just an example, but like from the bottom to the middle in order to hire a coach or a trainer. 
Yeah, I think this happens a lot. It's like I have to get so much. So in law of attraction terms, it might look like, well, I need to read one more book or I need to study this one more thing or I need to be doing all these 10,000 things, all these different teachers. I think that's where it comes in. Yeah. Before I can go hire a coach, I need to know what that means. I need to understand. I need to manifest. I need to know what I want. (laughs) Right. I need to know exactly what I want, like every single thing. And that's what coaches like in, in training. It happens there too. I know it does. Like people are like, Oh, I need to work out before I can uh, hire someone to help me work out. Yeah. Well, like, or I need to look good enough before I can go to a gym. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So, um, and th- I think that's what keeps part of what keeps people stuck is because if you knew how to get to that middle, you'd be there already. Mm-hmm. You know, in totally. the, in the personal training, if you knew how to execute all the law of attraction tools, like you'd already be there and you actually wouldn't need a coach. Right. Um, but it's really that place. That's that sort of that before you get to the middle, that's where you, I think you most need some support and a coach and help. I totally agree. When you're developing those new skills and new patterns, mm-hmm. um, even when we were just chatting about this before and you said, well, give me an example or something. And I thought, okay, well, if I was wanting to have more of a social media presence and I knew I needed to, you know, be consistent and post regularly and, you asked me, you're like, well, if you hired a coach, wouldn't you do it? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But, but Jenny was saying she's going to wait to hire a coach until she's consistent. Until I'm consistent. Yeah. Right. And, oh, this is such a good example. Um, because this is what I think happens too when we, when we do, um, learn stuff. And I said this to my client, um, you know, she was like, well, I have to do all the things that I already know. And I'm like, you might've outgrown those. Yes. That, so let's just highlight that. So I have yeah. to do all the things I already know. So if you've had that thought guys, it might be that those aren't the right things for you anymore. Mm-hmm. Cause things change and evolve and like this social media. So I want to use that example too, because I like using, you know, LOA and non LOA kind of examples in that case. It's like, well, you would be like, if you knew exactly sort of like the things to post, you would be posting them. Right. Right. But you, but there's no like groove, like, and that's sort of similar to doing certain LOA practices. If you've mastered them, but maybe you're ready for the next level. Um, they don't feel good anymore and you don't do them and because you need something new. Mm hmm. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And so how would our listeners be able to identify if that is the case? Like if, okay, well maybe I do need something new or maybe I am kind of waiting till I get to this point to ask for help. Um, so first of all, if you hear yourself like say I'm waiting or I need to get to a certain thing before I can hire or before I can do this, you know, like if you, you know, same with the gym example, if you're waiting to get to a certain fitness before you hire someone to help you. Um, so if you can hear those words, like I'm waiting is Mm -hmm. a big clue, right? Mm -hmm. I need to be, I have to get to any of those words are big flags of that. Um, and can I also just add in that any of those words also are all focused on action, (laughs) Yes. And so if you do have the, I need, I should, I have to, it's like, whoa, okay, let's bring it back to like, get into that inspired place Mm -hmm. in terms of like, 
leading your life based on what you're pulled to do versus what you're in your head you think you need to do to get somewhere. Mm, Man, I just like, I could talk about inspired action all day long. It's like, it shows up in every place. Every single place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you don't feel like a lot of inspired action, you feel like you're doing a lot of pushing action, that's a good indication that you might like wherever the level is you are, that you might need some support or something else to get to that next level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, do you think like just picking up a new, like a new book or a new teacher is like, do you think that is it just new tools? Oh, we talked about this, right? We did a whole show on, sometimes jumping around isn't the best idea. Mm -hmm. And it's to, if something, it's interesting though, because then if we come back to this, like if something has worked for you in the past, um, it, it can work for you again. It might just need revisiting, but now we're saying Mm -hmm. like, well, maybe you have outgrown it. Maybe you do need something new. So what would you, how would you kind of address that? I think it goes back to sort of the levels you know, I am going to get a diagram made this year. Yeah, um, you got to. <laughs> but for me, it's a level. So um, there's sort of the, um, I don't know how to say it. Like there's, there's like when you first are like, okay, there's a law of attraction thing and you start playing with certain things and you set intentions and, and things happen, right? And sort of like it's haphazard, but it's cool because there's a lot of, it happens usually pretty fast because there's a lot not attachment. And then there's where you actually like go through and you do certain things and you make a practice of things. And I count that level as sort of manifest 10 K. Um, but there are things that once you've gone through them, I was thinking about this with a different, um, like a money transformation course that I did a long time ago when I went and did it the second time, there was no juice in it because I'd already evolved past it. Mm-hmm. And so there's a difference between jumping around and evolving past. And I, um, my intention is that by the time we wrap up the show, I know how to distinguish, like tell our listeners, like, <laughs> this is how, you know, one situation, this is how, you know, the other, mm-hmm. um, for right now, I know it when I hear it in someone's voice, when they're telling me, like, I just hear it like, okay, you're ready for the next level. Like I did with my client yesterday. Um, but I think it really goes to the levels. So there's like changing up what you do is sort of sometimes jumping around chasing something. But then there, I mean, we've talked about it before. There's sort of this higher level of manifesting that happens. And so I think in my, in terms of my business, you know, there's sort of, you play around and, you know, cause you find this new cool, t- you know, thing called LOA and then people come in and they do manifest 10 K, which is awesome and changes who you are and starts to open you up. And then, but you bet you can't stay at that level and keep growing like that. Those same tools don't grow you. But what happens at the next level, which for me is, um, major scripting that then opens up and you can keep doing that same thing over and over. Yeah. That's like the evolution of growth. It is kind of, it is tricky to identify what, how you tell. I would still come back to the what lights you up like your to me your inner guidance system your emotional guidance system is always there it's always guiding you and it's always going to be pointing you to whatever the next step is so if you're looking at these say if you're looking at the same set of tools that you've been using and they don't feel exciting to you they don't feel juicy maybe that's your sign that it's like Mm -hmm. okay I'm ready for something bigger something better 
Mm -hmm. And if they don't feel juicy, you're probably not doing them. So like it's, you know, if you're not doing them, I think that's, um, for me, the time that you don't judge that, right. That's the time you step back and go like, well, do they feel juicy? Do they feel exciting? And if the answer is no, um, then you can, you know, explore a little bit more. In, in the same tools? Well, just like, that's kind of how I think, you know, the answer, right. Is often we go, well, I'm not doing the work. I'm not doing these things. I'm not using the tools. Mm -hmm. So there must be something, it's more like there must be something wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And most people, they're like, well, I just should do that. And they get into action and they don't take that step back and say, does this feel exciting and juicy anymore? Right. That one simple question and simple step and simple Mm -hmm. awareness that's like, okay, well, why am I taking this action? Like, what's the intention here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes the tools don't have to, they, they just need to be tweaked. Yes. That's a really you know? good point. Mm-hmm. Or also you, you take a different presence into it because you're mm-hmm. going to get a totally different result if, okay, I got to do this and I'm going to do this and I should do this versus I'm excited to do that. Like, nah, so that's not yeah. the word, but like, I'm, I want to do this. Yeah. Like, and I'm doing it because it feels good to do it. Mm-hmm. Or like after one minute of doing it, it's going to feel good. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So how do we want to wrap up this kind of topic of, of growing and knowing when you need good, when you need next level tools and when you're ready for support and when, when you should choose to, oh, there I go. I use the word should, (laughs) (laughs) but when you're, when you know when, whether it's, you know, you're holding yourself back or you're waiting versus like really, um, engaging and using the tools to your most benefit. I think the simplest thing is like what you just said, waiting. Like if you're waiting for something in order to be ready or to um, be worthy or be capable or all those other things, if you're waiting on anything, like go do that thing, mm-hmm. you know, um, because like, even if it's picking up a different book, like I'm, Oh, I'm waiting till I, I don't know if you're using the words waiting, um, you might be putting that off and then just, you know, yeah. Come back to what is it that you want? Yeah. I think that's a really good, like, I think if you take anything from everything we've talked about is to catch yourself when you are using those words or when you're Mm -hmm. bringing that concept into your life, like I'm not doing this until then, or I'm waiting until I can, do this until I can get that. And so as soon yeah. as you catch it, say, Oh, Oh, that's what Cassie and Jenny talked about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then just look at like, just really step back and look at it from a neutral stance, yeah. like your actions and your behavior and your thoughts and all that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I love yeah. it. Cool. All right, Cass, well, do you want to leave us all off with a money mantra? Um, money flows to me. Money flows to me. Mm -hmm. Have a great week, everybody. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.